Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. This is what he proclaimed. One mightier than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop and loosen the thongs of his sandals. I have baptized you with water. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. It happened in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized in the Jordan by John. On coming out of the water, he saw the heavens being torn open and the Spirit like a dove descending upon him. And a voice came from the heavens, You are my beloved Son. With you, I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. What does the Trinity do? What does the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit do all day? Well, let's take a look. So in the Gospel, Jesus is baptized, and as he's coming out of the water, ascending out, that very same moment, the sky opens up and the Holy Spirit descends upon him. And at that very moment, the Father makes an announcement that he is, uh, that Jesus Christ is his most beloved Son. And for the first time ever recorded in human history, for the first time ever, all of us have seen the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit share the same stage, all working together as a unified team. We see them doing something together. And what is it that they're doing? Baptism. Jesus comes out of the water, which represents death, in order to give us eternal life. The Holy Spirit will then descend upon us so that he can share with us God's life, God's wonderful life, so we can live God's life, his humility, his generosity, his forgiveness. We can imitate it. And at the same time, the Father is pleased that we are his beloved sons and daughters. The Trinity their baptism. The greatest thing that can ever happen to a human being is baptism. And that's what God does. Now, it's probably been a while since we've been baptized. We kind of forget the excitement of what it was all about. So let me tell you a little bit about how it was like for the, uh, for the first Christians in the first century to be baptized. Now, the first Christians, most of them, were either poor or they were slaves. And the first thing that happened when they were baptized is they took off all of their clothes. That They were just rags anyway. And they were completely submerged in the water. Now the key here is that the water had to be moving. It's moving water. The reason why is that all the dirt, all of, all of the grime, all of the sweat would be washed away downstream. So they would be very clean. So then when they came out of the water, the first thing that they did is they didn't put their rags back on. No. They put on a brand new t-shirt, which felt really good. And then after that, they, were put, they put on a robe, a white robe, not worn by anyone. Why a robe? So that they'll feel good. So that they'll feel special. Because now they are. They're part of a great family. 
And then after that, they would put on sandals. Why sandals? Because slaves did not have footwear. And when you're baptized, you're no longer a slave. You're part of a family. And then you put on a ring. Why a ring? Because a ring symbolized that you are now part of a family. And this is the best part of baptism. Because now with you, because you're a part of that family, you will never, never have to worry about going to bed hungry again. You have a family that will be taking care of you. You'll never have to worry about if you ever get sick. There'll be people around you that will care for you. Because now you're part of a family. And if you ever die, you will absolutely know that you're going to have a proper burial. And you'll never have to worry about the kids because they're going to be taken care of. The greatest thing that can possibly happen to a human being is baptism. You notice in the scriptures that they talk a lot about baptism. Well, even today, it was the baptism of Jesus. When Jesus ascends into heaven, when he finishes his ministry here on earth... His last words are, go out and baptize all the nations in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Paul writes to the Romans and tells them that they've been baptized into Christ's life. All the other letters remind us of baptism. Why is scripture so, so much telling us about the importance of baptism? Well, the reason why is because of the Romans. The Romans didn't like Christians. And the reason why the Romans didn't like Christians or the society in Rome didn't like them is because they were different. They wouldn't participate in all of the pagan rituals. They considered them losers. They were part of the loser club. And Jesus, the leader who died of crucifixion, which was humiliating, was the leader of the losers. And after a while, society and people looking down at you all the time, it gets to you. You get discouraged, you get disheartened. And so that's why the scriptures, and that's why all of these letters to them were always emphasizing their baptism. Remember the greatest day of your life. Don't ever forget that the greatest thing that could ever happen to you happened to you. God transformed you so that you could have eternal life. Yeah, you know, sometimes we go out there in the world and You get discouraged. You get disheartened. And that's why we have these scriptures today. That's why we have Jesus' baptism. is to remind us to never forget, never forget that the greatest thing that could possibly happen to us 